Welcome to Lose Yourself with Dr. Mike Cunningham, Bible teacher and church planter in Vineyard, Utah. When we lose ourselves in worldly distractions, we lose our value, purpose, and our passion in exchange for temporal experiences. But Jesus says that whoever would lose their life for His sake will find it. Let's learn what it means to lose yourself with Dr. Mike. Welcome to Lose Yourself Radio. Today we have a special treat. We'll be playing the pilot episode that occurred when this was just still a dream. I had a desire to reach out to my local community through Key Radio and those via social media and podcasting platforms digitally. I wanted to be able to share the gospel with those through technological means. Truthfully, this project wasn't even on my radar. I had taken a leap of faith, followed God into the mission field, and came to plant a church during a global pandemic. And you know, through this process, God has been so good. He has always provided the right people, the right equipment, the right opportunities. And this project was just me walking in obedience through the doors that God continued to open. And so it was a great journey of trying to first of all figure out what am I going to call this thing? And through that journey, really seeking scripture and seeking God's guidance. And the theme that kept coming back to me is the fact that the more we seem to exalt ourselves, to try to find our true self, the more that we seek all the world has to offer, the more miserable we get. And so the concept of lose yourself was born. In this pilot episode, we'll get a chance to see kind of the meat of that construct out of the Bible in terms of what it means, why it's important, and why we study that. It was great for me to look back on this, and I just wanted it to see the airwaves because, first of all, it's kind of a time capsule for me, but also maybe in the future where you can figure out how far I've come in this process. As I listen to this episode, I can't help but feel gratitude. And so I'm grateful. I'm grateful for a place to record. I'm grateful for the support of friends, family, supporters, uh, Key Radio, and those who listen and follow me online. Truthfully, God knows better than me, and He has continued to use this program beyond my comprehension or intention. And so it has been a wonderful leap of faith, and it has been a whole lot of fun, and I hope you enjoy this. The concept of losing ourselves could be very important in 2021. These two words can take on multiple meanings. When we lose ourselves in worldly distractions, we lose our value, our purpose, and our passion in exchange for temporal experiences. For example, I lost myself in my work. I've lost my identity. Where did I go? How did I get here? Perhaps those are questions that you're asking after a tumultuous 2020. This looks like the cycle of addiction, which asks three questions. What's wrong with me? What can fix me? And how can I get it? This never-ending cycle brings nothing but frustration and disappointment because we're plugging worldly things into a void that only God can fill. The answer, however, is not to look inward to experiences or outward to appearances. It's to find ourselves is to look upward to God. Have you ever got lost in worship, felt God's forgiveness, or felt the release from past regrets? Have you ever experienced God's grace and presence in a way that changed your life? You can't do that thinking about yourself. That experience always requires surrender. Making God our focus allows us to melt away all of our struggles, 
insecurities, and fears and experience God's love and grace in a more intimate way. When we align our identity, passions, and abilities with God's teaching and purposes, we see Him fulfill our potential, restore our value, and satisfy our passion. We go from expendable, flawed, hopeless, spiritual orphans to valued sons and daughters of God. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. This passage appears in all four Gospels, Matthew 10, 39 and 16, 25, Mark 8, 35, Luke 9, 24, and John 12, 25. In the three synoptic Gospels, these passages come directly after Jesus instructs his disciples to, quote, take up their cross and follow him. It is also followed by the passage, quote, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very soul? You may ask, what is discipleship? This question is preceded by another one. Who is Jesus? A.W. Tozer once said, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. Each of the Gospels emphasizes a different vantage point on Christ. Matthew sees Jesus as king. Mark portrays Jesus as the suffering servant. Luke, written to the Gentiles, presents him as savior to all. The book of John shows that Jesus is God. Luke, a physician, offers a detailed and methodical gospel account that transitions nicely into the book of Acts. In his gospel account, we see an important transition in chapter 9. Chapters 1 through 8 answer the very important question, who is Jesus? This section culminates in chapter 9 when Jesus asked Peter a very important question, who do you say that I am? After several of the disciples answered, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. Peter answers, the Messiah. If you are a Peter fan like me, I'm excited because he often misses the answer in situations like these. Jesus was not just another prophet, king, or leader. He was the Messiah. No sooner than Peter utters these words, Jesus then predicts his death. In verse 21, Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone. And he said, the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law. He must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for my sake will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their very self? What does it mean to follow Christ? The cost of following Christ picks up in verse 57. And they were walking along the road, and a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. 
There is a precedent for this calling. When Jesus called his disciples, they literally left their nets at the water and followed him in Matthew 4.20 and Mark 1.18. A Jewish man getting selected by a rabbi would be akin to getting accepted to an Ivy League school. If someone interrupted your workday to present you a full-ride scholarship to Harvard, you may quit on the spot too. These callings are harder. The first man was advised by Jesus of the hard life he was signing up for. Discipleship is a different path, and Jesus does not mince words, and he talks of crosses and losing yourself. Grace is free, but discipleship is costly. In the cost, though, you find your purpose and calling. Many of these men uttered, I will follow you, but first, regarding those torn by family commitments, these commandments sound harsh. Let me provide context. This sounds terrible, but if I had a briefcase with a million dollars and you had to leave without telling anyone, someone would take it. How much more valuable is Christ than a million dollars? If we're willing to drop everything for that money, shouldn't we be willing to do the same for our Savior? The point is, these people stared God incarnate in the face and said, well, wait a minute. This is not a passage about hating or neglecting family members. It's about seeing God for who he is and following him unconditionally. Making Christ Lord renegotiates all your relationships. God shapes our character and guides our decisions. Christians must not get distracted by worldly influences and keep focused on God's purposes. This passage ends with an agricultural reference. It says that those plowing ought not look back if they hope for straight rows. If we looked back at the last year, how straight were your rows? Did you keep your eyes on Christ and look back and see straight rows? Or did your 2020 rows look scattered? I have a dear friend that says there's a reason windshields are bigger than rearview mirrors. Last year, we needed to look forward and walk in faith and be confident in what God is going to do. Next question is, what do you think about God? What we think of God shapes the decisions we make. It influences the way we spend our money, raise our children, manage our time. If you see God for who he is, you can live a life of confidence and purpose. If you see God as distant or small or mean, it won't just limit you on your path. It will limit your influence on others. If you see God as all-knowing, all-powerful, and all-loving, the challenges of this next year will not prevent you from changing the lives around you and sharing your faith with others. God is worthy of our devotion and obedience, and we know the joy that only comes from following Him. My hope is you will continue your path toward discipleship in 21. Intimacy is not achieved without surrender. Today, I contend losing ourselves in God's purposes will lead to much greater contentment and happiness than chasing after all the world has to offer. This act also puts us on a path to discipleship that brings maturity, growth, and victory. Thank you for joining me for that look back on the first pilot episode of Lose Yourself. It's a bit raw, but it does, however, capture the essence of what we're trying to get across here that those who try to go after their own pursuits end up empty and dissatisfied. But those who find their purpose and cause in Christ not only have the hope to look forward to, they have purpose for their daily lives. Friend, I hope I can be a word of encouragement for you today because I know this flies in the face of our culture. 
in a world where it's all about the me, it's all about the attention, it's all about chasing money, celebrity, and all other pursuits, I dare you to open up scripture, to seek out God, to have a meaningful relationship with Christ, and let that guide your purpose and your passion and your abilities, even when it doesn't seem to make sense. Listen, friend, I know out there today, you're under pressure. I know you're under pressure to make money. I know you're under pressure to raise your kids. And I know that the comparison game can rob you of your joy. Today's episode is about letting you know that there's more to this life and God designed you for so much more. If you will cling to his purposes and his plans and his scripture, he will vindicate you. He will give you rest. He will give you strength and he will give you the ability to persevere regardless of the circumstances. It is so much more valuable for us to put our hope and our trust in him and let him validate us rather than the world that will leave us empty. I hope this has been a word of encouragement for you to go stay strong, follow after him, and don't be afraid to walk in faith. We have some exciting episodes coming up in the future. Next week, we have Steve Pearson, pastor of Redemption Hill Church, is gonna be giving his testimony. And then the three weeks before Easter, he and I are gonna sit down and break down Holy Week, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, all of those amazing traditions during the Lenten season. Be sure to contact me via our official blog, loseyourself.life, where you can check out the Monday radio spot, the Wednesday blog post, and then this program launches every Friday. This program airs in Provo on Key Radio 91.3 FM at 8 p.m. on Sunday nights. It's also available on Spotify and iTunes podcasts. Thank you for joining me. We'll see you next time on Lose Yourself Radio. This has been Lose Yourself. For more information about Mike and his ministry, check out his blog at loseyourself.life. Until next time, make it your ambition to lose yourself to Christ. Lose Yourself is a ministry of Grace Church and Mike Cunningham and a production of Key Radio.